Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr., and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question, and since we are in the NBA Finals, have to have at least one more week of NBA questions. Then we'll probably move Wait, on. I can go 3-0 and again. Yeah, may- yeah. maybe. I'll, uh, let, me, let me just take a quick look here and see how hard these questions are. Uh... These are a little harder there, my friend. Bring them on. We have to go back to the 1600s for this one. Okay. Great. <laughs> All right. uh, when we come back, definitely a few topics to talk about. Uh, the uh, Saudi golf tournaments uh, that are going on. And uh, we'll talk about the players who are going, uh, who are going in. Um, I do have a quick uh, question for you guys about how the umpires are barring position players to pitch. I don't get, I don't get this. Okay. Uh, Carolina Panthers hired their first transgender cheerleader and uh, along those same lines uh, St. Louis pitcher Jack Flaherty is publicly calling out Rays players who opted out of wearing uh, Pride Month uh, logos on uh, their uh, uniforms during the game wanted to get your uh, take on that and of course we have to talk about the Celtics Warriors which uh, at the recording of this show the series is tied 1-1 uh, if you noticed, um, it seemed like the Celtics kind of did what the Warriors were kind of known for, you know, throwing the ball away. That, that was very uncharacteristic of them in game uh, two. But uh, boy, what a game, what a first game uh, with the lead changing, you know, 10 points here, 14 points there. Pretty, pretty oh, exciting. Yeah. Definitely going to be good. One more thing we got to touch on too, that new Aaron Donald contract. Yeah. I got some numbers for you that okay. we can compare it to. Excellent. All right. You are listening to Sports Econ 101. This uh, segment is sponsored by Pacific Private Money. Still providing mortgage investments yielding over 6%. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Don't touch that dial. We are going to be right back.
Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Palio Restaurant's been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there's no surprise it's been voted Best Italian Restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio's been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for over 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here. F.P. Santangelo there, Russell Jackman there, and I know Burns coming on on the uh, on the Bluetooth pretty soon here. Uh, go ahead, uh, F.P. Where where do you want to start? Well, we can't bury the lead. The number one story in sports right now is the NBA Finals between yep. the Celtics and the Warriors. Game one, the Celtics had probably one of the best fourth quarters I've ever seen in a yeah. NBA game, let alone in an NBA Finals game. It was absolutely incredible. They did not miss. They were playing some of the best defense I've ever seen in NBA Finals history. It was awesome. It was such a good game. It kind of makes me Game one? There was no game one. There was no game one. <laughs> I've erased that completely from my memory banks. All I remember is there was a game two that was worth watching. Well, let me get to game one and then game two. We got to bridge them together. Yeah. Game one was incredible. Everyone was saying it was a blowout. I disagree. It was a great game yeah. to the very end. 
And then you just saw a team have the quarter of their life. So it was pretty incredible. Then you saw probably a normal game in game two where the Warriors just executed. They hit their shots. They did what they were supposed to do. And then they throttled the Boston Celtics. They made their adjustments. Championship teams make adjustments. And I think that's kind of what the baseline of what you're going to see for the rest of the series personally. I mean, I tweeted out the other night that it took the Celtics to have the best fourth quarter in NBA Finals history to beat the Warriors. Otherwise, the Warriors probably would have won game one, too. So we'll see how it goes in game three. It's going to be finicky being in Boston, but that's the way that I see it. So Well, and Boston's known for their defense, so they they definitely came through on that. what I, yeah, what I was telling some of, some of my friends is that, you know, uh, you look at the three-point shooting contest. There you have the league's best three-point yeah. shooters, okay? And they're all by themselves, right? You can't get them to shoot nine for 12 from three-point range during the three-point shooting contest. So I don't know how Boston thinks they'll ever have nine for 12 in a quarter again from three-point range. That just that was just something that is put you put that in a bottle and you'll never see that again. That's that that and Boston can't find a way to be consistent from outside three point range. You know, you look at guys like Derek White. He's a three a three point uh, his three point average is thirty one percent. You know, Horford is more like about thirty five percent. He isn't going to go six for six from three point range. Now he's probably not going to score two points again only. But, you know, that was the Warriors absolutely adjusting and the greatness of Steve Kerr to know how to make those adjustments so that he didn't get burned by Horford again. And the greatness of Draymond Green, too, just yeah. getting underneath the Boston Celtics skin and their fan base, too, at that matter. Yeah. My goodness, were they really upset. So let me I ask never you. thought I never thought that Boston would hate a person more than Bill Lambeer, but I think it's, it's been done. <laughs> so let me ask you, if Draymond had not gotten uh, technical number one, what do you think would have happened? He would, you know, they, it looks like they purposely didn't want to give him two technicals to get him thrown out. Oh, he would have got that. That was a mutual. I thought that was a mutual thing. I mean, you know, they both shoved each other. If yeah. anything, it would be a double technical, but not in the finals. It's crazy. I think that we learned something back in 2016 that, you know, that, that, that having a hair trigger and, and eliminating someone is something that, that's still controversial yeah. today. That, that, that ejection of Draymond is still controversial. And you know what? Boston needs to, to, to beat a fully active Warriors team, not count on the refs for, for Draymond. Well, and, and if I remember correctly, didn't, wasn't, wasn't it Draymond whose legs were over Jalen Brown? I mean, it was just, it was such a non thing. It's not like he stepped on him or anything. It looked like he was trying to no. get his, his legs out. You know, and, I, and I'm exactly. glad they took. I'm glad they took away the uh, technical, or I guess it was. I was Jordan Poole. Uh, John, uh, Jordan Poole. Yeah, I mean, he he looked like he was protecting himself. So, you know, I don't think these guys. I mean, I'm not a professional basketball player, but I I can't imagine they're thinking the whole time. Okay, what can I do to injure this person or, or hand? You know, I no, know it's not about injury. It's more of like let me really throw this guy off his game by being an absolute problem or borderline towing that line of, of fouling and being overly aggressive. And that's what Draymond Green did. I mean, my goodness, okay. even as a Warriors fan, you have to admit some of the blocks he was setting, he looked like a tight end out there. It was yeah. insane. Yeah. It was crazy to watch, but he really got underneath the skin of a lot of players and he got underneath the skin of a fan base. And that's what Draymond Green does. He gets the attention on him 
and away from Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, <laughs> Jordan Poole, and all those other guys. So they, that way they can do their job. And everyone's worried about Draymond doing this, Draymond doing that. My goodness, yeah. this, that. And he's a punk, and he's a this, and he's a that. It's awesome. It's and, and Clay, I mean, and Clay, Clay, really. I mean, he's hardly put up anything yet. You know. Yeah, like, he is not showing up, which is yeah. a thing that a lot of Warriors fans are putting in their back pocket. But yeah. he really needs to show up eventually if they want to win this thing. I yeah. mean, this team is still really good. I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk by any means for the Warriors, but I think we saw a more realistic game two than game one. Well, that's because GP2 is a bigger factor. You know, he yeah. wasn't playing in game one. And with GP2 back, you can afford to have Clay be subpar because you can put GP2 in, and he is a huge difference maker. You watch in Boston what GP2 is going to do, and I think that he's going to be one of the huge factors that, that changes the series. The, the bench is so deep favorite. that you get these guys rested, and they can come back like a flurry you know that's why it's, it's very interesting on the warriors it's like the third quarter always seems to be their big quarter well you know they've had a nice half to rest Vern, are you are how's your microphone working no you're still not there you're just you're just being a spectator now <laughs> yeah it's still not working Vern. I, yeah, would try we, to, I would try to exit and then reopen it yeah we see your yeah, pretty face way. but we can't we, I, I can't lip read unfortunately <laughs> Oh, you can hold up signs. You can hold up. You can write a, a sign, and we can yeah. we can yeah. read it out loud. Okay, so Vern went out. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to come back in. You know, it looked like he was outside, and you know, who knows? Maybe what, if his Wi-Fi was acting kind of weird. Um, okay, anything else you want to cover basketball-wise before we move on? Well, I think just watch how the referees call this next game. I'm going to be oh. interested to see if they call it a little bit more tighter after all those viral posts of Draymond setting those uh, very questionable blocks, let's just put it that way, and, and getting away with some things that maybe otherwise he wouldn't. Just yeah. the next game and how that's going to affect uh, the foul calling. It's going to affect the game. Maybe Draymond goes to the bench a little early because he has too many fouls, stuff like that. I think it's really going to set the tone for that game. But I think the Warriors succeed if they end up just splitting that series in Boston. That's a win. If they get yeah. one win in Boston, that's huge. You know, and, and Austin is going to play like a caged animal on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, Austin is well. going to play is going to be like a trapped, cornered, caged animal. They are going to fight for their lives. They do not want to lose Game Three. Yep. Yeah, and economics wise, you know, I think the, the, behind the scenes, the, the, the they're probably saying, "Hey, listen, don't uh, don't be throwing people out. It's it's not it's not good for." Uh... Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> I don't know why anybody calls on that line. Nobody ever calls on that line. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, one quick thing before we uh, cut to our break. Umpires, uh, apparently they barred uh, using a position player to pitch. Why would they, Why do the umpires even get involved in that? It's a coaching decision. Well, no, it's always been a rule in Major League Baseball that you need five runs or more to be able to put in a position player. Why? I mean, if a guy's a break, if, if a guy can pitch now, remember the Jose Canseco kind of, you know, he hurt his arm and all that, but I mean, any player should be able to play any position. If you want to throw him in as catcher, that's up to you. Why? I don't get it. Well, why do well, you if they're not on the roster as a pitcher. So for example, Shohei Otani's on the roster as a pitcher and a DH, that's fine. He could go back and forth, right. In a position player. But if you're not listed, it's a major league baseball rule and has been that you can't come in unless there's five more runs or more. Okay, so you have to specifically say you, you can only have so many pitchers on the roster? Yeah, yeah, it's a huge okay, rule. Or otherwise, everybody would be a pitcher. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but okay. So everybody's a pitcher. You know? it's, a rule, it's like a rule in college, too. It's the same thing. Uh, yeah. I hurt the okay. Dodgers, so I was okay with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're already conceding the game anyways. It's it's really like – it's more of a uh, Dave Roberts – I think he knew what was going on. He was trying to bend the rules. Okay. Well, right? it's the same thing. He, with, he used like, seven pitchers in the game already, so he didn't want to use an eighth pitcher. Well, but also it's the same thing where it's like, you know, they're saying, oh, you, you can't do it. They're talking about like not being able to be able to do a shift or something. You know, I say if you want to put everybody in the outfield, you should be able to do that. Okay, guys, we've gotten to our first commercial uh, break trivia question here. Uh, what New York Nick guard went 0 for 11 from three-point range during game seven of the 1994 NBA Finals against the Rockets? Greatly contributed. You said this is a hard trivia question? Uh, well, this one, will, this one will be a little easier. All right, stay with us. Okay. We'll come 101. We'll be right back. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, Bern Glenn, the SP San Angelo Jr. Russell Jackson. And we do have... Bert Glenn on, on the air right now. Yeah, let's go. Okay, what NBA, uh, what, new, what New York Nick guard went 0 for 11 from three-point range during game seven of the 1994 NBA Finals against the Rockets? Was it John Starks? It was John Starks. Very good. Right. Russ, I knew you knew that one, right? Yeah, I think he Of was, course he, he did. Of course he did, yeah. He's, he's it was, a big uh, it was until, until the Houston Rockets turned around and then had their 0 for 21 uh, three-point uh, effort against the Warriors in the uh, Western Conference Finals. That was probably the biggest choke move that I'd seen from three-point range for yeah. any any team. Yeah, which game, which game was that again? The NBA playoffs. Well, the New York Knicks one was, that game, was seven. game seven. Game seven. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, so let's, let's move on to golf for a little bit here because there's been a lot of stuff going on in the golf world. Uh, so Dustin Johnson changes his mind about playing in the Saudi golf tournament. Uh, and apparently, you know, someone had uh, tweeted out that he might make more in this one tournament. Now, he's a good player, of course, but he might make more in this one tournament than t- between 10 to 15 years worth uh, in the NBA, potentially. Well, yeah. there's so much money in it. I mean, did you see what Mickelson is getting just for showing up? Twenty-five I mean, I, million. I'm sorry, somebody. No, no, no. Two hundred, two hundred million just to show up. Two hundred oh, million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two hundred million up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I mean, that's that's generation wealth before he, before he even swings a club. Two hundred million. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's hard to to you know walk away from that. And, and he says, you know, he's denied speculation that it was his gambling habit that made the decision for him because apparently he lost forty million dollars worth of gambling between two thousand ten and two thousand fourteen. And apparently he's you know been cured of it. He, he claimed he addressed that in an interview. He said that uh, yeah, it was embarrassing and I made bad choices, but uh, but 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 trust me, my family is financially sound now and will forever will be. So. He, he, I, don't I, worry I, about I, him. Yeah, I, I believe it that, you know, I mean, in 2014, I mean, if he's really stopped since then, that's a, that's a good period uh, of going without gambling. So my prediction is that if, a, you know, it seems like the PGA is really kind of, you know, getting hard on these guys if they're going to this Saudi uh, tournament, right? Mm-hmm. But my prediction is if you get too many of these guys to jump ship, that at some point the PGA is going to, well, okay, we'll, we'll let you back in because there's no way they're going to, you know, stop too many of these good players from going. I mean, that'll just ruin golf for the PGA, don't you think? Well, because you know, Phil Mickelson has won six majors in his career. You're 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 automatically invited to play in future major events for years to come. I believe I believe there's a ten year exemption for that. So yeah, but couldn't they, uh, couldn't they? They could change the rules though. They could you know. They, 
PGA could probably, you know, put an exception to that. Oh, account. you mean like 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 bottom of the ninth? Oh, we're going to change the rule now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's been in place for years. <laughs> but I, I don't mean just, you know, the Masters. I mean, you know, did, weren't they uh, kind of blackballing these guys and effectively saying, listen, you know, you can't play in this Saudi uh, league. Weren't they doing that? Well, they were just trying to they, they were trying to strong arm players to to remain with the PGA yeah. Tour. And, and, and one of those things, uh, hey, if you jump ship, you, you then, you know, for, forget about coming back. And, and, exactly. and, at, and, and, and at the 11th hour, a lot of these guys that were thinking about it stayed with the PGA Tour and Mickelson was just hung out to dry. Yeah, plus, but there's too much made, money. I mean, plus, it, he, plus he made he made those 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 terrible comments that they, 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 they really forced him to kind of yeah. get off the grid. So, but to, I mean, geez, when, when right. everyone is paying $10 a gallon for gas, you can think about the 200 million that Phil Mickelson is earning and yeah. just, you know, give him a thumbs up. Thank the, you so much, Saudi Arabia. The, the, the winner's the winner's share at these events is $4 million. The winner's share. I mean, that's, man, that's, that's how, a lot of money to it, just how much turn is your back on NBA, uh, NBA, uh, PGA. Is it like a million that they get? Uh, anywhere, anywhere from 1.5 to 2.1 depends on the tournament. Okay. Mm. I mean, so this is double, which is, you know, it's still a lot of money, but it's not 200 million. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, this, the, 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 the first event will be in London in a matter of a, of a few days or as we, as we air this program, it will be ongoing. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. But uh, boy, money talks, man. Oh, it does. More, more than ever. I don't know how many golf courses there are in uh, Saudi Arabia. There's definitely a lot of sand traps. Well, no, 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 no. It's, it, it's, a, wor it's a world tour. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I get Norman it. is yeah. like the head of it, but they play yeah. all over. Yeah. London, United States. It's yeah. not just, it's not Saudi Arabia. No, no, but so that, and that I think that from a psychological they, they just had they, they the, the the Saudis just had the money to back it. Sure. Yep. I think from a psychological standpoint, though, it, it definitely distances the, themselves in a way, right? Oh, yeah, it's a Saudi tournament, but we're playing in London or we're playing in Australia. You know, they're playing in all these places that are not you know specifically you you think you don't think of Saudi Arabia when you think of playing in London. For example, well, that's the whole point. They're trying to make it like a world tour to begin with. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of golf courses in Saudi Arabia. There's yeah, that's the big, that's yeah. the point. And the thing is, it's like it's one you know, big sand trap. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was mentioning. Yeah, and I mean, I, I I get the you know the 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 human rights issue you know that everyone brings up, but don't they kind of bring up a lot of that stuff in in the United States too? You know, like how we treat one class of people versus another and, and i'm not i'm not yeah we cut reporters heads off all the time for reporting stories we, yeah. we kill reporters all the time well okay things we don't like it's a little different <laughs> they, they play by yeah. different rules yeah, yeah true, true. i guess what i'm i guess what i'm getting at is you know when we we talk about social justice causes it's sort of like when we go into rwanda or someplace and we say listen this is wrong and we have to be the world's police to protect all of the genocide in some country, right? I mean, we do pick and choose. What, what we yeah, what but we also have the freedom of speech over here. True, not so much over there. I know. I, I agree. There's definitely a huge difference. And like I said, I am not. And who is responsible for 9/11? Who was responsible for 9/11? Uh, Rwanda, 
Osama bin Laden, no, Osama bin Laden, who was a who was a contractor from Saudi Arabia. This guy's like a general contractor. Yeah. They just play by a different set of rules. Right. I mean, it's not morally yeah, like we play by some certain rules over here that are not morally okay. And yeah. they really play by a different set of rules that are not morally okay. And that's just how it is at the end of the day. I, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, there was one quick thing before we go to another break. Um, I was going to bring this up last time, but uh, we didn't have enough time. The U.S. men's uh, and women's soccer pay deal. Wasn't there, there was some kind of shift going on in there? Was there? I'm unaware. Vern, you know, probably. Well, the, 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 the women, the, the, the women want a ruling that, that would give them equal pay to the men moving forward. But I thought that was months ago that that thing came down. I don't know why. I don't know why it's a big deal now. Unless it's about now where, where, where these matches are being played and, and, and these people have to be paid. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, but that, 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 that agreement was, was months ago. I mean, listen, no, no offense to, you know, this is not a man woman thing, but it's an economic thing. It's, you know, it's like, if, for example, uh, you know, I mean, this is a little bit crude, but let's say mud wrestling. I'm guessing mud wrestling, women would get paid more than men, you know, because more people would want to see that, you know, versus the other. Well, isn't, well, isn't, this, uh, isn't this like because the women's soccer teams are way more popular than the men's soccer team here in the United yeah. States? Only. It's way, I mean, it's way more profitable. Like people care about the women's soccer team here in the U.S. because they actually win. Okay. Yeah. A lot more than the men's. Like I can't name anybody on the men's soccer team. I know a lot of people on the women's soccer team. So, so then, uh, but where's the money side of it? Is it the is the sponsorship? It's just like people are not watching on TV, you know, because a lot of the stuff it's it's revenue generated. Well, it's just team well, that isn't paying, and then they have to go out and get their own sponsorship and their own Nike deals, their own Gatorade commercials and stuff. Okay. And they feel like they should be compensated for their pay in the tournaments that they're winning and the representation on the team. And they're getting paid less in the U.S. men's soccer team as a dud every year. I know they're playing in the World Cup this year, but typically they're a dud, and they'll probably exit in the first round. But yeah, you know, say women, they win. They've won historically. They are dominant. People around the world know who they are. It's okay. Well, I, I mean, I'm definitely, you know, e equal pay for equal. Uh, yeah, that's why that's why this is a it's a very interesting case, because the women should be getting paid more because they're way more popular. Exactly. I mean, they, they literally should get paid more if they're bringing more income in. Yeah. You know, that's why, of, that's why this is kind of a disgrace at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a huge disgrace. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems so strange in today's world to to underpay women if they're earning, you know, if they're bringing in more. It's like, you know, let's say a stockbroker, right? A woman stockbroker. Actually, you know what? Women car salespeople, yeah, as, as car salesmen, quote, car saleswoman, do usually much better than men. Mostly, I think, mm. because people trust women on average. They trust women more than men. And so when you're buying a car, a saleswoman is usually going to be a lot more profitable than a man. It's a societal and people issue at the end of the day. Like Team USA men will not take being paid less than the women for an answer. They'll always want to ask for more money. They'll always feel uh, like- God, You know, what is it? I can't stand that. Uh, you know, it's like these guys with these ego things. Listen, if my wife made more than me, I'd be great. I'll put an apron on and do the dishes, you know? I don't care. I say that all the time. I'll take care of the kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what? It's a lot harder job. It's a I mean, hard job. Being a, uh, being a mother is the hardest job in the world, and it should be the most respected. Okay, uh, guys, we're going to go to our second uh, commercial trivia question on the NBA. 
Which, okay, let's see if you can get this one, Mr. Jackman. Which NBA player was the first to win two NBA Finals MVP awards? Which NBA player was the first to win two NBA Finals MVP awards? And we'll give you extra credit if you can name the years. <laughs> Would wow. you be okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, once you once you know the player, I'm sure you'll know which team you played for. Uh, again, it's not an unknown name. All right, stay with us. Sportycom 101. We'll be right back. Catch Some Relief is the first CBD company to market directly towards fishermen. While we market towards fishermen and the outdoorsmen, our products are for anyone suffering from inflammation and anxiety. At Catch Some Relief, we don't sell CBD oil. We only sell products with the highest amount of bioavailability. Spend your hard-earned dollars on products that work. At Catch Some Relief, wherever your pain, we have you covered. So check out CatchSomeRelief.com to relieve your pain. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. There's something for everyone at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We've all been spending more time at home and living differently, but when you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We make it easy for you to work, play, and stay in Calistoga. With many amazing daily happenings and so many wonderful things to do in and around the hotel, there's an array of activities just waiting for you. The safety and comfort of our guests is of utmost importance. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. That's the MountViewHotel.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, F.P. Santangelo Jr., Mr. Vernglen, and Russell Jackman. Uh, trivia question number two. Which NBA player was the first to win two NBA Finals MVP awards? Vern, who do you think? My first thought is Bill Russell. 
But that would have been my, my that would have been my first guess too. But my, my second thought would my, my guess is John Havelcheck. No, my, my guess is John Havelcheck. Got the wrong teams, guys. Oh, uh, okay. Right, right, really? my, my, What's that? LeBron James. LeBron James. No, no, before him. Okay, I'll, I'll give you. Okay, the, here's, uh, all right. Here's here, here's my last question. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No. Uh, Man. Okay. Uh, let me, I'll, let me give you the years first. 1970 and 1973. That probably won't help you. But if I give, I'll give you the team. I believe. Um, was it uh, Walt Frazier? Uh, no, but I think he did play for the. Did he play for the New York Knicks or the Bullets? I can't remember. I think. He played for the Knicks. Frazier? No, yeah. I, Frazier played for the Knicks. Uh, I can't remember this I guy. said that. I, I remember this guy, but I just can't remember if he played for the Bullets. Well, or in the 70, the, the, the Knicks beat the Baltimore Bullets. In 73, yeah. the Knicks won again. Okay, so I think he did play for the Knicks then, I think. Come on. Okay, did, Willis Reed? Yes. No. Willis Reed. Did, did, Was it? Yeah, did okay. he play for the Knicks, didn't he? Yes. Yes, okay. And yeah, I remember, he's, the I, one, he, he's, he's the one that famously... You know, limped out of the locker out. room and inspired the rest of his players to go on and you know win the title because he was playing hurt. That guy was a scary dude. I mean, you know, there's some players and they come on the court. You just kind of you have a fear of them. I mean, I love the guy. You know, as a basketball player, but it's like I wouldn't want to guard him. You know? know that Balsa, that, that Boston had so many titles and that they didn't have back-to-back MVPs is kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is. Uh, okay, uh, so let's uh, let, let's go let's go a little woke right now, guys. Uh, okay, so the Carolina Panthers hired their first transgender cheerleader. What's that all about? Who cares? Good for them. Yeah, <laughs> good for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next topic already. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, St. Louis pitcher Jack Flaherty is publicly calling out some uh, Tampa Bay Rays players who opted out of wearing. Uh, LGBTQ Pride Month logo during the game. Um, so, you know, should players who disagree with, uh, you know, whatever the situation is, uh, be forced to wear a, a logo? What do you guys think? No, no. I mean, it's 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 their choice. There, there, uh, there, there, there's five Tampa players who uh, who opted to not participate on Pride Night, and. Right, wrong, whatever—it it, it was their right to not participate. Well, and the statement that one of them made, I thought, was uh, at least very respectful. You know, it was trying—he was trying to be very not non-judgmental and just, you know, said, "Listen, I'm not trying to judge anybody. It's just I am not supportive of this." And it, and it could have been, you know, could have been any kind of situation. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, does anyone uh, disagree with that? With the, what everyone said. Hey, this is America. It's the greatest country on earth. If you want to do something, if you don't want to do something, you should have the right to do it. Yeah. And you should have the right to face those consequences if something uh, really provokes, you know, uh, society. Like, for example, if they're going to have some fallout because of this, that's something they're going to have to wear. Like, True. Metaphorically. True. But you're no, right. They, they should get, it should get pushed thrust upon them. Exactly. If they, if they feel that strongly about it, that's yeah. what they are at the end of the day. That's fine. If they're that strong in their beliefs, I believe in freedom of speech. I believe in the First yeah. Amendment and your right to do anything as an American citizen. I really believe in that. I don't believe it with that. My beliefs don't align with that. I love Pride Night. I think it's great that we can represent a community in a positive way, in an impactful way. That means a lot to that community. Right. But if that doesn't really suit with their align with their beliefs, 
Hey, freedom of speech, great. And, and you're right, from a freedom of speech standpoint, it's uh, also they, they do run the risk because it is freedom of speech that they're gonna get some backlash for it. And I mean, they, they're willing to do that. Yep. Yeah, some people are gonna- Guys, I have to remind you that freedom of speech does not apply when you're talking about a private business. And so you don't have freedom of speech. If the league says that you're not allowed to, to, to ignore this particular uh, event, um, because think about all the customers who are you know, LGBTQ and how insulted they are that these people consider it a lifestyle and a choice and that it isn't something that, 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 that you can just ignore. I'm actually very much against these players ignoring this. And well, well, I think they should be fined for being out of uniform. But what, what if they had a, you know, uh, uh, let's say a, an, either a Muslim night or an anti-Muslim night, you know, and just said, that's what we're gonna promote, anti-Muslims because of what happened on 9-11. Yeah. You know, what about that? I mean, private business, we're gonna force this upon people. Well, Russ is right. Russ is right. They have to wear the uniform if the business says so. But then also it is freedom of speech. These players can speak out without prosecution, right? And if they want to speak out and they face the consequences again, right, maybe the business lets them go. We've seen that. They can't be prosecuted by the government, but the the business itself can take whatever steps they want to to fine or suspend these people for being out of uniform. Yeah, but the the thing is But when they first signed up, though, the uniform wasn't that way. Right. I mean, it, it, I, and, and, and I know like when sometimes but, but when they have, when, when the league decides to change the uniform, if the league decides to change the uniform, you can't go out in. And if you're with the Nationals, you can't go out and play wearing a, a Montreal Expos uniform, you know, and say, well, that's what the uniform used to look like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to wear what everybody else is wearing because that's what a uniform is. Well, except that so they have allowed players, let's say basketball players to wear certain shoes, you know, uh, or to have something on their back. I mean, they, they, that's up for the league to decide, yeah. not the individual players. The league has to allow that. I mean, they don't even let you have socks that are different lengths, you know, so the league has plenty of control over this sort of stuff. And if you don't like it, then fine, but they can fine you for that. And I have no problem with them fining people for uh, not adhering to the- uh, That's where I disagree with Russ. I, I, Russ is completely correct with everything he's saying. I think it'd be horribly wrong to find these people because they're just exercising their opinions. And if I, it doesn't align with mine, but I think it's very important as a society, we have these conversations and find out the reason why they believe so strongly in this. So that way we better understand each other and find some middle ground eventually. I mean, I mean what, what about forcing Gabe? What about forcing You don't Gabe have a right to. For us? What about forcing, let's say, forcing Gabe Kapler to come out for the national anthem? Should they be able to do that? Well, the thing is this, is that that's a different situation as far as like whether or not you're sh- showing support for something or whether you're uh, trying to, you know, uh, alienate somebody or trying to, you know, tell them, saying to, to your paying customers that you don't respect them because of who they are. Now, that's not something that Gabe is doing, but it is something that I feel that the, the Florida Marlins oh, okay. players are doing. Okay, what if they change, what if they change, wait, hold on, what if they change the uniform and everybody has to wear a MAGA hat? 
<laughs> it's true. These these are the extremes. He's playing a devil's advocate, but yeah, I mean, right? I mean, wh- where does what it they- stop? Where does it stop? But what would happen though if that were the case? Everybody would quit. There would be a protest, right? And that's where Absolutely. that's where it's happening. There, there's a many protests within the Tampa Bay Rays organization. They yeah. came together as a group. You're always stronger as a group, and they've voiced their opinion. Now, if the team wants to enforce that. The team will enforce that. If they'll get fined, they'll get fined. If Major League Baseball wants to come down, they could do that. I think personally that's wrong. I have all the gay friends here in San Francisco. Oh, so, so do I. So, so do I. But, but the thing is, again, like you're taking – it's one thing if, let's say, the Tampa Bay Rays as an organization wants to donate money to Pride, okay? That's their right to do it. That has nothing to do with the players per se playing. When you're suddenly changing the uniforms and telling people you have to do this, you have to do that – if you want to do it on a corporate level and take the risk that you're either going to help or hurt your, your brand name, I mean, you have the right to do that, but to, to take your employees and force them to do something that, that may or may not go against their beliefs seems to kind of go outside the realm. Well, for example, uh, like if, like if you're at work right now in the Bay area, you're forced to actually like take some sort of test or show like the vaccination status isn't doing it anymore. You have yeah. to take a test in some cases, right, to get back into work now. Yeah. While we're all the way through this and it's showing that the COVID is not as deadly as it used to be, right? Sure. That might go against some beliefs, but everybody has to comply. You know what? Okay, now, it, here's interesting because, again, it, here's you're talking to someone who I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I have not been vaccinated, but I would actually not have a problem I'd have a problem if I, my employer forced me to get vaccinated, but I would not have a problem if my employer said, listen, if you're not going to get vaccinated, whether or not the vaccine works, we want to make sure that we believe people are, quote, healthy, that you have to at least take a test. It's almost the same thing. Hey, listen, during flu season, forget, yeah. forget COVID. Almost during flu season, I'd want my employer to say, listen, before anyone yeah. comes back to work, you have to show that you're, you're healthy. <laughs> yeah, I was just bringing right. up like you need to comply to certain standards within the workplace. It's always been like that for everything. Russ is right. I don't I don't believe they should find them, though. I don't think they are. No. They're not going to go against the other half of their fan base. That's very, very conservative. So yeah. they're going to Major League Baseball is going to allow these players to do what they want. Just so that way there's some give and take. There's been a lot of Black Lives Matter recently in yeah. Major League Baseball. There's been a lot of other things that have been promoted in Major League Baseball that conservative folks wouldn't really believe in their core values. Yeah. Now there's got to be a little give and take and there's got to be some middle ground reach. And I think that's the beautiful part about America. Is it right or wrong? That's how you strongly believe. But at the end of the day, we're all Americans and we have these rights. And I think it's beautiful. Now, Russ is completely right with, with, <laughs> with the private business thing. They can do what they want. And he's completely correct. So please don't get that twisted. But well, there's yeah, there's and there's some some uh, legal re- re- regulations within private businesses what you can do. Uh, probably wearing, you know, uh, wearing the, the you know something on your on your uniform to promote something probably is not an illegal or legal type thing. You know, that's it's like well, you said they can put a lot of your life away when you don't know it. When you're when you're agreeing to these business practices and safety yeah. regulations and stuff like that, when you agree to something, and you sign on the dotted line, you're essentially saying we can fire you or we can fine you or we can withhold pay if you don't align with our beliefs as a company. 
that happens a lot, but you still sign it anyways because you just like, ah, oh, whatever, I'm not gonna read this. No, but I, I, right. can, I, I can definitely see the Tampa, the, the, the Rays basically saying, hey guys, you know, listen, we want to support Pride Month and uh, it would be great if you wore this thing to help support it. But if you don't, you don't, and that's it. Yeah, I think that's kind of the direction. Are we talking about, a, are, are we talking about where, isn't it like a patch? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about a patch here, right? Yeah. It's the silliest thing. I honestly, my honest opinion, it's colors, man. It's just colors. Just wear the colors. It's not a big yeah. deal. Right? <laughs> well, you, know, you know what's funny is they took they took over. I mean, you know, the rainbow actually is more biblical, which is more conservative, right? It's from Noah's Ark, basically God promising never to flood the earth again. And so they hijacked the colors. <laughs> it's they invented rainbows before they had the, the Bible. The yeah, there was the rainbows before the Bible. <laughs> the well, no, we're talking. <laughs> what about the leprechauns and the rainbows? <laughs> Anyways, you. guys, okay. subject real quick. I want to bring this up if we have some time. Aaron Donald got paid. Oh yeah, ninety-five million dollars. Okay, for his uh, reworked contract over the next three years. And I want to put that in perspective. That makes him the highest-paid non-QB. Yeah. Right now in the NFL. The Rockies, like, third starter, Kyle Freeland, who has a 4.53 ERA, yeah. is getting the same amount of guaranteed money over five years as Aaron Donald. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Hey, guys, let's cut to our last uh, trivia question here. Which NBA player was the first winner of the NBA Finals MVP despite being on a losing team? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. 
Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. All right. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glam, and Russell Jackman. Last trivia question, which NBA player was the first winner of the NBA Finals MVP despite being on the losing team? Was it Jerry West? It was. Whoa, you are fast. Can you give me the year? 1972? No, 1969. 69, okay. Yeah. All right. But that was good, though. I'm impressed. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, you got two out of three. That's good. That'll that'll get you in the Hall of Fame. I'll take it. He wasn't there for the first one. Well, no, he he knew John Starks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ready? Uh, here's our here's our thoughts for the day. So my wife got me a jar of dirt for my birthday. I told her I appreciated the sentiment. Uh. <laughs> okay, we got a, we got a laugh out of Vern. We got a smirk. That's a good one. <laughs> and Russ, we can't see what Russ is doing. Okay. No, just, and it's probably for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I accidentally swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles. Uh, my next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster. <laughs> I like that one. All right. Very good. Very good. You like that? Okay. Tune in next week to Sports Ecom 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. All on. If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk. A special news and update station you control. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. I'm Ron Barr. Every weeknight, I'll be talking to some of the biggest names in sports. So join me on Sports Byline USA and online at SportsByline.com. 